Well, look at that. Sunshine out today for the first time in what seems like a lifetime. And with that, I think a lot of people are starting to think of spring. And this weekend, we'll be out in their yards picking things up. So I think it's a good time to bring in an expert on outdoor landscaping and gardening. Lynn McFarlane from the uh, Growing Season Canada is joining me on the phone. Hi, Lynn. How are you today? I'm not too bad. And hello. I should say that you are the host, one of the co-hosts with you, Jack, and, and Matt. Uh, of the Growing Season Canada, which we're going to return to the radio on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock starting May Long Weekend. Yeah, we're excited about that. So let's talk about spring gardening. People are going to be getting out there this weekend. Tell me what some of the first things are, the first steps are when you're planning or going outside when the snow is gone. First thing we've already hit, it's safe now to go in the gardens. It's warm enough that the bees have left their nests, like the bumblebees and the beneficial pollinators and the insects have left where they've been living in the mulch all winter. The first thing you want to test is to make sure your soil's not too wet, okay? Because if the soil's too wet and you go in the garden, you compact it, it makes it difficult for rain and oxygen to get into the soil through the summer. So you would pick up a handful of soil, squish it in your hand. If water comes out, you got to wait. Yeah, so probably, like, I'm thinking of going into my gardens. I'm excited. I want to go in tomorrow, but with all the rain we've had, I probably have to wait for a few days. Yeah, and some people are going to have to wait for Noah's Ark to come by and rescue them. It's been yeah, so terrible, the, sure. all the flooding. Now let's look out a week or 10 days, things start to dry up. Then what's the next step to putting a good garden in? First of all, especially if you're weeding big gardens, we, we pull a tarp around. We put the tarp on the uh, walkways so we don't put dirt and debris into, like especially if they're into stones so that the weeds can't grow between the stones. And when we go into gardens, we um, pull out the big weeds and we throw everything on the tarp or in our gardens here at home, I bring a a big pot and I just walk through the gardens. Now, walking through the gardens is walking through gently. Don't step on your bulbs. You don't want to crush them. You don't want to step on your emerging perennials. You don't want to crush those. But I just go through and I pull the big weed. This time of the year, you can split perennials now that you can see them emerging. And as long as they aren't flowering or too much leaf, you can split them and move them around. Perennials are great. They're the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, I like them. They're low maintenance that way. And you know why? You buy one and then two years from the time you've planted it, you've got a whole bunch more to move around. You can also transplant shrubs. Now you can do it. You don't want to do it when they're leafing or flowering. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a little break here. And when we come back, maybe we could talk about two important things. What are the best flowers to plant at this time of the year in your gardens? And then we'll take it to the next level about what are the easiest to maintain, perhaps. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll be right back with more from Lynn McFarland from The Growing Season Canada. And we'll talk about your gardens and planting. Lynn, there are a lot of newcomers to gardening. What, in your recommendation, is the best thing to put in gardens at this time of the year? We go with a lot of perennials. Annuals, it's way too early. We don't even plant our annuals till the very end of May. But I would be planting perennials. I would put in some Shasta daisies, Stelladoras, Black-Eyed Susies. They're great. Mm. They don't give you flower in the spring, but they'll give you flower late in the summer and all after a couple of years, you can split them and they're all over the place. Now, you touched on something quickly, and I want to go back to that. You said it's too soon to plant annuals. It is. Yeah, they call it May 2-4, and it's not always May 2-4. I think this year is a Victoria Day on the 22nd or something. Mm. It's still a little too cold. You're really taking a chance. Yeah, so we're talking really like the end of May, maybe even early June. Yeah, we have one site. We still plant annuals, and we wait till June 1st. And, you know, let's wrap this uh, conversation up by asking about what do you think for newcomers would be the easiest 
gardens to maintain, both with a combination of annuals and perennials. Is there any secret to this? Not roses for a newcomer. Mind you, there are types of roses, the oh-so-easy line of roses that are pretty easy to take care of. Those are the kind of roses I have here. I love hostas. I've got a whole bed of hostas, and they're easy. They're perennial, and they can be split. Rabacchia, uh, delphinium are great. They bloom later in the summer, and they're big. Oh, yarrow. Yes, I love yarrow. It's mm. a survivor, and uh, mm-hmm. and it comes in all kinds of different colors. There's one called paprika. It looks like paprika. I have a yellow one. I have pink ones. I have purple ones. And false sedum. False sedum is great. It blooms late in the summer and into the fall, and it has like little pink flowers on them. They're on corums, so they're like, they look almost like a little Queen Anne's lace, I guess you could say. And they're the last food for bees. And what I think you, you described don't... there, Lynn, is a great selection of, of colorful plants that will continue to blossom throughout the year, throughout the season. Yes, yes. Yeah, and you don't, you don't want to get into these really... Um, difficult plants to work with and then you become disappointed and then you get turned off of gardening they'll start easy and enjoy your success and at the end of my maintenance of a garden uh i sit down i have a cup of tea and a cookie i reward myself <laughs> i like the way you think <laughs> yeah yeah it's great just sit back in the lawn chair and look at all the hard work you've done and have a cup of tea and a cookie i love it lynn we really appreciate the insight we'll have you back on the show as the season continues lynn is co-host of a great radio show that will be starting back here on moose fm on may long weekend at eight o'clock in the morning on sundays it's the growing season canada and she along with her husband jack and their son matt host the show and it's fun and it's funny and it's certainly really informative lynn mcfarland thank you very much for the insight today and thank you very much joelle